Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You know, the fall will be here before you know it, and the temperatures will start to drop and get a little bit cooler. So swing on by Leon Tailoring to get you something warm that will not burn a hole in your pocket. Maybe it's a nice little bit of a heavier jacket, or maybe a heavier blouse or skirt, or no matter what it is, maybe a nice sweater. No matter what it is, you can get it at Leon Tailoring. You can get it ready-made or custom-made or tailor-made. Just go on in, tell them Abdul sent you, and they'll take care of you, and they'll be happy to do it as well. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Well, a new survey, ladies and gentlemen, that is out says that tobacco taxes are actually rather popular, even more popular than a hospital tax. So joining us on the news line is Brian Hannon. Brian is with the American Cancer Society. So, Brian, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to chat with you, sir. Likewise. Thanks for having me. Uh, so what did you, you guys did some polling on tobacco taxes. What did you find? Yeah, well, Abdul, we and, and other organizations over the years have pulled extensively on uh, raising the tobacco tax um, really ever since lawmakers started considering such a move six or seven years ago. And we have consistently found there's strong public support for a significant increase in the cigarette tax. Often two-thirds of voters support raising the tax. Uh, that support grows and is even stronger when we talk about protecting kids and investing in public health. And so, you know, we feel confident knowing this is the right move and it's supported by Hoosier voters. But we started hearing, you know, this fall, last fall, about you know, maybe some proposals to look at raising revenue in other ways to fund uh, public health and maybe looking at things like implementing a, a fee or a tax on some of these nonprofit hospital systems. And we don't have a dog in that fight. We don't have a position on those types of proposals. But it got us thinking, well, how does other revenue raising sources compare to cigarette tax? And, and our polling found that uh, Hoosiers by far, by, by about a 70 to 30 margin, uh, a 40-point margin, supported raising the cigarette tax over placing a, a tax on nonprofit hospital systems as a means to pay for public health. And so we thought that was encouraging and even more evidence that uh, lawmakers should be moving in the direction of significantly raising the cigarette tax by $2 a pack. Uh, what was the, what were the, what, uh, give us those numbers again. Uh, what was the, the support for the $2 pack, and was it higher or lower if, if the, the tax was lower or higher? Yeah, so if if we ask voters, do you support raising the cigarette tax, you know, by $2 a pack, that that support we found was about 64% or about two out of three voters were uh, supportive of such a move. Uh, when we ask about how do you support funding uh, public health in the state, uh, you know, there are some recommendations lawmakers considering to increase public health funding by as much as two or $300 million a year. Um, we found, and we gave gave respondents two options, right? Raise a cigarette tax or implement some type of tax on nonprofit hospital systems. And we found that 69% of uh, voters supported a cigarette tax compared to just 31% supporting a tax on the hospital system. So, you know, again, we don't have a, a dog in that, that fight. We don't necessarily have a position on whether what lawmakers do in terms of um, taxing or regulating uh, health systems this year. But but we wanted to elevate this issue to let them know that cigarette tax is the most popular uh, mechanism we have found to raise revenue when we're polling voters. Now, uh, just a quick question. When we talk about uh, taxing tobacco, we talk about just cigarettes, we talk about e-cigarettes, we talk about Abdul and his, uh, as his wife says, his annoying cigar habit. What are we talking about, my friend? Yeah, so... Uh, what we've advocated for is an increase in the cigarette tax, but often we have also, or always, we advocate that whenever one tax on a certain tobacco product goes up, 
the tax on other tobacco products would go up in a proportionate way. And so that's because we want to encourage people to quit smoking in Indiana. We have the nation's eighth highest smoking rate, a big contributor to our health care costs, to Medicaid expenses and our Medicaid program. And so we want to encourage people to quit and not just see, search, uh, search out cheaper products. And so that's why we have pushed for a long time to have parity in how we treat tobacco products. So that things like e-cigarettes and, and snuff and some of these other tobacco products are being treated just the same way we would treat cigarettes. Uh, when we talk about e-cigarettes, uh, how much tobacco is in an e-cigarette? Well, it, it depends on the type of product you have and the type of product you're using. Uh, the e-cigarette landscape is very diverse and, and has a lot of different products in it. But we have found that some of the most uh, popular products in the market, especially among kids, some of these you know jewels or, or other devices like that, they often contain in one pot of liquid um, as much nicotine as a, a whole pack of cigarettes. But they're coming in very, you know, uh, discreet. You can use them more discreetly than the cigarette, and they're coming in very flavorful um, flavors that, that cigarettes don't come in, and so they're very appealing to youth. And so it's a big problem, and uh, one I think lawmakers need to continue to monitor and address alongside cigarette consumption. Our guest on the program today is Brian Harmon. Uh, Brian is with the American Cancer Society. They just put out a poll uh, basically showing who's your supported increase in the tobacco tax in order to pay uh, for public health as opposed to other types of taxes. Uh, Brian, let me ask you this, uh, because obviously uh, the, the, the cigarette, the tobacco tax has come up before uh, in the House, uh, say it passed House on a number of occasions, uh, did not pass the Senate. Well, what makes you guys think that this time would be more different than uh, times in the past? Well, I think more than ever, uh, lawmakers are looking at increasing our spending levels on public health, which I think is warranted. It's long overdue, and we think is a, a step in the right direction. Um, you know, some of the past conversations we've had or lawmakers have had on cigarette tax, you know, really started way back in 2016 when they needed money for roads. And so the House first kind of got this conversation started looking at a cigarette tax to fund some of our road infrastructure needs. And we were supportive of that idea even back then um, because raising the cigarette tax in and of itself has a big impact on health and has an impact on smoking rates. What you do with the revenue we see as kind of a separate conversation. But we think there's more synergy than ever before around cigarette tax being used to pay for public health. We have very concrete, specific, and I think well-thought-out proposals on the table this year on behavioral health and on public health that are getting lots of traction and lots of attention. Um, and let's face it, lawmakers, we don't know what the April revenue forecast will look like, but there's a good chance as lawmakers are uh, juggling all of these other competing priorities around K-12 and economic development grants for local communities and, and things of that nature, that raising the cigarette tax to fund health gives them a lot of flexibility as they finalize their budget in April. Uh, one of the things I always kind of wonder about uh, raising the tobacco tax, and Brian, maybe you can help me out here, is when we, obviously the, the goal is to uh, reduce the amount of smoking and reduce public health expenditures, which I totally get and understand. But I guess the question is, if you raise the tobacco tax, won't you eventually collect less of it because fewer people will be smoking? So it, it is true that the cigarette tax revenue declines over time. Uh, it's declining today. It's been 16 years since we last raised the tax, and over those 16 years, it does decline, but it does so gradually. In fact, uh, just I think it was last fiscal year, we were still taking in more money in 2020 or 21 than we were in 2007 before we raised the cigarette tax. So it takes a long time for cigarette tax revenue to decline. It does so about 3% a year. 
And so while it does decline, it's, I think, a very predictable revenue source. You're not going to drastically have your revenue fall off the table one year by 10 or 20 percent. It does so very gradually. And so I think it's a win-win, right? We're going to drive down smoking rates, reduce consumption amongst Hoosiers, um, prevent more kids from starting, but at the same time, raise a significant amount of revenue. Uh, our projections are $371 million in revenue if we raise it by $2 a pack. Um, it can be invested in public health. And uh, if we were to raise it, uh, to, to the cigarette tax by $2 a pack, what would the end results be? Uh, help us out here. Well, our projections show, the health projections would show, you know, we're going to avert uh, a lot of smoking-affected pregnancies in the state. 11% of, of pregnant moms are smoking compared to the national average of about 6%. We're going to keep about 20-some uh, thousand kids from picking up the habit or picking up the addiction, the lifetime of, of addiction. And we're going to urge nearly 50,000 adults, um, give them the the, the, uh, the the push they need to quit smoking. And here's the fact. A lot of folks will look at this issue and say, well, it's punitive to the cigarette smoker. But 70% of tobacco users and cigarette smokers, they want to quit. And they certainly don't want their kids to start. And the state, from our perspective, has really been absent in that fight for the last uh, 16 years. They haven't really done anything to help Hoosiers quit, even though they want to quit. And so this is the best push and the best way they can help them quit. All right. And you guys surveyed 1,000 people, margin of error, uh, plus or minus 3%, if my memory serves me correctly. Yeah, we've worked with uh, Bellwether Research uh, on, on this poll, and uh, they know the state well. Uh, they've you know been able to survey um, Hoosiers and Hoosier voters over the years very accurately, and we have a high level of confidence in these results. And, and frankly, they match what we found over the last six or seven years as we continue to gauge voters. This is a rather popular uh, mechanism to raise revenue and to drive down smoking rates and improve health. And so it's a win-win, and we hope this year lawmakers are, are finally going to give it uh, its due consideration. All right. Well, our guest on the program today has been Brian Hannon. Uh, Brian is with the American Cancer Society. Talk about a new poll out uh, basically showing it, uh, uh, Hooch's favor in increasing tobacco taxes and the way, as a way to pay for public health. Brian, my friend, as always, sir, thank you very much for being with us. As long as you guys keep your hands off my cigars, we are all good. Now, swish or sweets, you can do whatever you want. Those things are disgusting. But my Davidoffs, just help a brother out, okay? Just kidding. <laughs> Abdul, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.